Welcome to Alex Garrett Nightly on Can You Dig Sports? This is your nightly roundup of sports, stories of adaptability, and stories that should be trending but quite frankly aren't. Here's your host, Alex Garrett. And here we are. It's Friday night on Alex Garrett Nightly. We have uh, a big decision come down today in Kenosha. I don't know. Uh, Did a big, big meeting happen with Carlos Correa and A.J. Hinch in Detroit? I don't know. Did the Yankees actually say that they might pursue a long-term contract with Aaron Judge? I don't know. I, I just follow all this stuff. But yes, let's start in Kenosha because, oh, and by the way, did an arena get named this week for a cryptocurrency? I don't know. I don't know what the crazy world is having in store, but I'm seeing it unfold. And let's start in Kenosha because, yes, Kyle Rittenhouse has been acquitted on all five charges. Here on Alex Garrett Knightley, I don't believe he should walk entirely free. Now, I'm not blind to the idea that he was self-defense in himself, you know, killing in self-defense, but I do mind that he was under 17 carrying an AR-15. I do mind, here on Alex Garrett Knightley, that this kid did bring the gun or travel across state lines. Now, that could have been a $200 fine, but... I do mind that he was not found guilty of anything because he killed two people. And don't even think about what the media is saying because they want him to go to jail forever and that's not right either. That's not right either. But here's what I'm most frustrated about tonight on Alex Garrett Knightley. It has nothing to do with sports, okay? It has to do with the fact that there was incompetence in this trial. There was incompetence by the prosecution. Yes, he was defending places from being burned down, you idiot. Yes, he did have a gun under 17, and that statute's pretty clear, judge. But when you have a prosecutor and a judge, both seemingly incompetent, And then you let him pick his own jurors? What is this? And we won't even get to the racial. If if someone of African-American, you know, someone African-American did this, what would happen? (laughs) But we will get into this. How are white kids being so accommodated? I think I mentioned this before. Do you know Dylan Roof, after shooting, shooting up, a Charleston church and killing, what, seven, eight African-Americans? He went to a Burger King afterward. That's the frustrating part. Why is there so much leniency? That's what I'm trying to figure out. How can a kid from Stanford who raped a girl behind a dumpster be let free in the name of protecting The institution of Stanford swimming. How is that possible? When we all know if it was someone of African-American descent, someone of color, they would have a very different trial, a different time. That is true. 
And I don't even care if Kyle Rittenhouse uh, killed white people. I do care that he was scot-free for killing two people. That makes no sense. Tell me what common person carries an AR-15. Tell me what common person does bring body armor. I don't know. Last time I remember someone bringing body armor and AR-15 was Aurora, Colorado during a Batman premiere. The Dark Knight. Remember that disaster? That tragedy? And no, I don't believe Kyle Rittenhouse was uh, mentally unstable. I think he was going there looking for trouble. And I will say that again. Kyle Rittenhouse was looking for trouble. And today, with all five counts of not guilty, it is disgusting. And no matter what statements the White House puts out, no matter what statements the governor of Wisconsin puts out, or even the local officials in Kenosha, there will be, and I hope not, I hope there's peaceful, but I always, I always just naturally believe there's going to be unrest. Because all of 2020, we saw unrest. In my city, New York City, we saw unrest almost every single night until the rioters were, were you know, cuffed. They were let go the next day. Yes, that was awful. But they were caught. I, I don't know what took so long. But with the leniency of the protesting, p policing of the protesting, it led to rioting. Once the clock turned to 10 or 11 p.m., it led to something worse. And that's what I'm wondering now. It's 10 Eastern here. It's 9 Eastern in Wisconsin. The night feels very young on a day like today. Now, yes, this Arbery trial where these two white guys hunted down Mr. Arbery and killed him, there needs to be a guilty verdict there. There should be a guilty verdict. But on what planet does a judge let a 17 to 18-year-old pick his own jury? Talk about kid gloves for someone who obviously, you know, to kill people with an AR-15, you probably know how to use it. Let's not say he doesn't know how to use it. He probably knew. That's how he was able to kill them. He, he did injure someone in the bicep. I guess he blew the bicep off. But to kill two, and nearly a third, don't tell me he didn't know how to use that thing. Don't tell me he was just a kid. Because he clearly knew. So I am totally against the acquittal, total acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse. I could break down all the charges for you. The $200 fine for being breaking government ordinance. Uh, people who were out after 10 p.m. everywhere in the name of social justice broke that ordinance everywhere. The curfew was broken. Let's admit that. But yet, while the curfew is being broken by social justice, a restaurant couldn't stay open past 10 p.m. because COVID came out. Well, COVID, how did COVID 
not be spread of these problems. I won't even go there. It just frustrated me last year. Let me put it that way. That a restaurant had to close at a certain time, but no rioting could continue. No social justice marches could continue. I wouldn't be so mad about that if there was no if there was no targeting of businesses that were working hard to stay open during a pandemic. I wouldn't be so tough on that idea that protesters could continue into rioters. Look, their peaceful protesters did leave. The rioters took over, but they were allowed to. But a business is not allowed to stay open while the riots are going. What? And it was very controversial when I said, is it almost like they want to lock it down so the rioters could take over? Was that sort of like they're thinking? I don't know, but it seemed like that after a while. Anyway, Kenny Dig Sports, don't cancel me for this rant. I, I am just frustrated. I'm frustrated at the double standards of that. I'm frustrated at the idea that Kyle Rittenhouse is not, quite frankly, not in jail. For this count alone, let me take you to count number six, which says, Possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. On Monday, the judge dismissed the charge. Wisconsin law prohibits minors from possessing firearms except for hunting or when supervised by an adult in target practice or instruction in the proper use of a dangerous weapon. So Rittenhouse's attorneys, the defense, authored, argued that another subsection of the law regarding short-barreled rifles provided grounds for dismissing the charge. The judge also said the statutes was confusing. I wish I had audio bites of that because that's just boneheaded. They're actually calling for the recall of the judge and his incompetence might uh, warrant that, to be very honest. We'll see what Kenosha says. This judge has been elected, according to Amanda Littman on Twitter, over and over again for 40 years, running unopposed. If you want to run for a judicial opinion, uh, a position, or any of the role that might bring real accountability, run for something will help you. Run for what? .net. Look, I look at my damn assembly seats in New York City, in my district in Queens, and I say, how are you running unopposed again? How are you able to have a one-party system in Albany? Why are there no backbone people running for assembly right now? And why aren't those running against the long-time incumbent being supported enough or funded enough? If we want change, yeah, we've got to run for it. There's no doubt about it. The judge's name, by the way, is Bruce Schroeder. Bruce Schroeder. Say his name. Bruce Schroeder. He. He. Is the man that said, you know what, Kyle? Go ahead. You can pick a juror numbers. You can shuffle them up and put it. Who does that? 
runforwhat.net. I've got to I've got to investigate that more. Maybe even have him on Alex Garrett Knightley. Because as I've said before, this is beyond sports. This is <laughs> beyond even being disabled. This is beyond uh, adapting or any other thing trending. This is life. And yes, in sports, when we see verdicts like this, there have been guys. I remember Aaron Hicks. Was it after the uh, the Chauvin trial? Did he take off that night? It, it, there was one trial, I think it was Chauvin, where he took off because of distress. But he only took off one night. So if there are NBA players or even NHL players sitting it out because of the distress of this non acquittal, I mean, this acquittal, this non-guilty verdict. They'll only do it for a day. But as Leal, Jaleel said to me, real Leal said to me, look at what Kyrie's doing. He's not doing it for a day. He's sitting out for his cause for more than half the season at this point. We'll see what happens with Eric Adams gets elected. But as of right now, under de Blasio, he's saying, nuh-uh. I'm not going to comply with you. So, if these guys are so about social justice, why do they only sit out a game or two games? Mainly a game. Because they don't want to lose out on their paycheck, I believe. I believe they don't want to lose out on their paycheck. Kyrie is willing to miss a paycheck right now for a cause beyond being quote-unquote anti-vax. It's a cause of not being controlled. That's what his cause is right now. And he is not setting one budge toward compliance. So to the athletes that sit out like one or one game from a, a decision by a judge or by a jury, and by a court, to one game, to sit out one game, that's not a stand. I, look, I will always stand for the national anthem. But I will go back to it. Colin Kaepernick took a kneel, and he was willing to fight for his right, for free speech, to the point where while these teams are struggling, you've had Ben Roethlisberger, who has COVID-19, and they, by the way, tied, couldn't even beat the Lions on Sunday without Roethlisberger. But where was Colin? He was marinating, quote-unquote, you know, I don't know. I can't talk that slang, you know. But he was on Netflix telling his story, and I respect him for that. I respected him when I saw that a fellow teammate of his like severely beat his girlfriend and stuff like that but was allowed back, and the guy was white and was allowed back on the team or something to that effect. But Colin did nothing but kneel. Now yes, I will stand for the national anthem and I would love to ask him if he believes in the national anthem because I truly want to know. But he is blacklisted by the NFL 
for saying what was true. And in a time where people are willingly allowing these lockdowns to be prolonged and saying, how can you say, end the lockdown? You're a terrible person. I stand with those who actually stick to their guns. Except Kyle Rittenhouse. That one I don't say. But those who stick to their morals of, yeah, I'm not going to be controlled by you. Yeah, I'm not going to be controlled by you. NFL, no. In fact, I'm going to go and sue you for collusion amongst the teams in the NFL who have not given me a chance. I guess Garoppolo got hurt. Niners didn't call him. The Jets have to call in Joe Flacco this weekend? So I believe Colin Kaepernick has been doing this Netflix series to artistically demonstrate his frustration with the NFL. People say, does he want to go back? I think he wants to go back. And he's showing it through his artistic creativity on Netflix right now. Whether you agree with him or not, you got to say he's making a good case to come back. If these NFL coaches want to watch Netflix for a minute. How about <clears throat> a team like Aaron Rod- you know, a team like Green Bay? You're allowing Aaron Rodgers to come back on the team after lying to you and the media and the fan base and the nation about being vaccinated, and you think you're setting a good example for that? You think that's a good example, but Colin Kaepernick is not. You think lying is better than standing, or I should say kneeling, for what you believe in. That's what the message you are sending tonight, every time Aaron Rodgers is on the field at this point. That's the message you're sending. That you believe in Aaron Rodgers in his lies. But Colin Kaepernick, no, we don't want him. We don't want him. He kneeled. He stood for something by kneeling for something. And I don't know, I never thought I would actually praise Colin Kaepernick because, yeah, I want to stand in honor of the veterans. But when you see the BS that the NFL does year in, day in, game in, game out, how is the NFL even allowing Aaron Rodgers back on that field knowing he lied? How is... And in in Wisconsin, how is Kyle Rittenhouse allowed to be back on the streets scot-free? There you go. There you go. In Wisconsin, in very close, I think they're a few miles away from each other, in Green Bay and Kenosha, wrongdoing is more accepted than standing for what you believe in and standing for the law. In Kenosha, Wisconsin, it was too confusing that a minor has an AR-15. That was too confusing for Judge Schroeder. For the Green Bay Packers, come on back, Aaron. You lied to us. You lied to the media. You lied to the fan base. You endangered your fellow Packers. But come on back. We want you to be a great role model. You are a great role model. But Colin Kaepernick? No, no, no. We can't have you. We cannot have you because 
I don't want to say it's a racial issue, but it starts to look like it. That they don't want him because he's too much trouble for saying what he believes in. Kyrie's too much trouble for saying what he believes in. See, I have grown up, I've grown up since 2016, but I've also grown more respect for saying for what you believe in because I've seen all of us say, great, and not all of us, but I've seen those who stand up for businesses. I've seen those who stand up for opening up our country again be vilified. I've seen those, and yes, I'm including that, standing up for let's have peaceful protests and not riots be like, oh no, those aren't riots. Really? So the rioting is peaceful? The burning of buildings, black-owned businesses, by the way, is peaceful? The standing up for business is bad now? Yet the 1%, the 1% this whole pandemic has been able to thrive. Amazon has been able to gaslight all of us in their commercials and build more spaces. But that mom and pop store down the block, no. No way. Can't open up. Don't go in there if you're not vaccinated. It's bullshit. Okay? It's BS. You're telling me, and it's like Aaron Rodgers and Kyle Rittenhouse are the 1%, and everybody else, everybody else has to face consequences. I don't even think you have to compare white and black here. I think you have to compare elitism to, to populism in a sense. Populism, if you're in the populist movement, you basically are saying, hmm, uh, well, let, let me say this. If you're a populist, if you're a normal person, in other words, uh, and for the people, you'll go to jail for something that you believe in. But if you're elite, you get acquitted and sent back out. But it's unbelievable how in three weeks, three weeks, okay, Aaron Rodgers and Kyle Rittenhouse's stories are awfully similar. That they're both let go and back out there even though they committed wrongdoing. I think lying about your vaccination status is worth jail time and so does the law. There have been regular people who have lied about their status and thrown in jail. Why not Aaron Rodgers? Why not Bar him from the field, Green Bay. NFL. If you so want safety. You call roughing the passing on stupid plays that aren't roughing the passing. Roughing the passer. Or you do it for one side like Ben Roethlisberger, but not for Justin Fields. 
You say you want safety, NFL, but the minute your big quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, discount double-check Aaron Rodgers, lies about his vaccination status, come on back against the Chiefs. We really need to see you back out there. Welcome back, pal, after endangering your teammates by lying from the beginning. And the 45-minute rant he had? Are you kidding me? And then he continued to double down on it? Sickening. When just a couple weeks later, or literally a week later, after he was back on the field, (laughs) Kyle Rittenhouse is back out there scot-free. Because a statute is too confusing for the judge. Because the judge wants you to pick some numbers, Kyle, and have your trial. It really feels like Chicago and all that jazz. It really does, okay? And here are Alex Garrett Knightley. I'll tell it how it is. If it was anybody normal, who wasn't in the limelight, who wasn't adored, and I could say congrats to the jury for not bowing down to the pressures of You know, those who wanted to protest and riot. But I'm not going to. Because that's not fair either. What was the jury really thinking here? How did they not? They felt after seeing the footage there was not enough? (laughs) Evidence? I guess so. Joe Biden and I saying the jury has spoken and that's true. And yes, self-defense charge, uh, you know, shooting in self-defense, absolutely, I could see that. But possession of the gun for a minor is confusing. Wisconsin law is all of a sudden confusing for a judge who's been elected over and over for 40 years. Lying about a vaccination status in Green Bay, Wisconsin is confusing? It's confusing enough to the Packers to let him back on the field? The parallels here are rich because we know anybody normal would be, would be, probably sent to jail. Okay, what's the difference between Kyle Rittenhouse and that Aurora shooter? Hmm? What's the difference? I ask you. Because I don't know. They were both white. And yet, he got time. I think he's still serving. But Rittenhouse doesn't. Rittenhouse even gets to show up in a suit. Not a jumpsuit, but a suit. And cry on the stand and say, and be babied on the stand. It's okay, Kyle. You'll be fine. What? Now, I'm not saying that was fake. I believe that that was real trauma he was facing as he was describing the moments he shot. But to just go there, you look for trouble, Kyle. To just go there with your AR-15, you weren't trying to be innocent about it. Yeah, you may be trying to protect people's businesses and trying to put out fires, but I don't know. You broke laws, okay? And two men are dead. With a third who was barely 
surviving. That wasn't the only interesting thing that happened today. Kamala Harris had 85 minutes as the acting president of the United States. What did everybody think of that? Uh, White House, pre- White House, oh, well, the vice president, Kamala Harris, had 85 minutes while President Biden underwent a colonoscopy because, you know, he was on a farting rant and I guess maybe crapped his pants in front of the Pope. You have to laugh. You have to laugh at that. Come on. Even liberals, you have to laugh at that. Come on. It's funny because it's embarrassing. Okay, that's embarrassing, but it's hilarious because our 90s life, uh, we all coped with, our coping mechanisms is humor. Coping mechanism is humor, is it not? B.S. Kamala Harris, the first woman with presidential power. And trust me, I do not want to see her become president. I just, I don't. Her cackling... The 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 a way she carries herself as if everything's a joke. I that's not what I want as a president. You know, let's be real about this, here Alex here Knightley. While I did support Trump for three and a half years, except for the pandemic and after, I believe we were screwed two elections. But the first one, I believe Bernie Sanders, and I wasn't going to vote for him, but Bernie Sanders should have been given a better shot. But the RNC, I'm sorry, the DNC wanted Hillary to have her crowning achievement, and it failed because she lost to Trump. And I thought that was great. I didn't want to see the Clintons in office. I thought Trump was a breath of fresh air, to be honest. But these last two elections have not been what the people want. And the DNC was actually found out to prevent what the people want in the Democratic primary in 2016. And I don't know if you want to get into election fraud. I don't. I will not say there was enough fraud to discredit a whole freaking election. But come on. Breaks in Philadelphia. How? How? Since mail-in voting, how are elections now all of a sudden not counted till the Friday of? Election day. Election day. 2020. Or any election day. You gotta vote the, count the votes of the mail-in before election day. And you've got to do the voting the voters day of on election day that day. There can be no mixing and matching of ballots. That's very shady. And that's not what the people want either. At least I don't think so. How I got here from Rittenhouse, I don't know. But it all feels like a bit of sameness. The system was in it for Kyle. The system was in it for Hillary Clinton. The system is in it for those who are not the little people. That's why we, the little people, have to fight back in through podcasting. Through, maybe, peaceful protesting. Through, yes, dare I say, kneeling. Colin Kaepernick making more money than you, me, Leal, and everybody else on the station combined. 
but he all of a sudden felt little. He felt like there was no nothing else he can do but kneel. And I see that now. And I realize that now. Whereas Aaron Rodgers could get away with lying to his team in Green Bay. Whereas Kyle Rittenhouse can get away with sobbing on the stand and seemingly be scot-free. The coddling is real. And it's sickening. And we've got to grow up as a nation. We are 244, 45 years old and I still feel like we haven't grown up all the way yet. Because growing up is giving the populist, the popular, the little people the chance. And somehow defeating the system. Somehow knocking out in an election, nothing else, in an election, the likes of Bruce Schroeder, who's been elected over and over for 40 years. 40 years, that's disgusting. I'm going to actually tweet that right now by Amanda Lippman. This is very interesting stuff. Follower Amanda Lippman at Run For Something. I might have her on this podcast. On Alex G. Knightley, on Alex Garrett Knightley. Although it's taking some names out, it's become A.G. Knightley. <laughs> it's become a lot. Anyway, uh, Amanda Lippman. Let's see where you are. There you are. She runs a podcast called Run for Something. She's based in Brooklyn. Oh, my gosh. I got to have her on. Because I'm sure she sees in Brooklyn... The same thing. Where can I run dot org run for something dot net? It's time. We, even though we don't have treasure chests of money, should do something. Athletes, you know, that's the only thing about Colin. He was donating to different charities millions of dollars. I mean, he it wasn't just that he was kneeling without a purpose. He was kneeling with a purpose. And we have a purpose, too, on this podcast, in life, to write the right. And I, <laughs> I'm i going to play it for you, I guess. I, can I do this, though? I, I might play Man of La Mancha because that's how I feel. We have to have the knight who so bravely... For all. I, I forgot the lyrics. But anyway, enjoy it. Man of La Mancha, Don Quixote. This podcast, uh, but this network, I should say, Can You Dig Sports Network? We are the Cavaliers. They're going to take us, take the world by storm. I feel it, Leo. I feel it, Jaws. I feel it, Fred who's our morning guy, Freddy System. You got to check him out. Kenny Dig Live. Char at midnight. I feel it, guys. We are going to do this. We are Cavalier. Like Man of La Mancha. Have a great night here on Kenny Dig Sports. Kenny Dig Live is next. Hear me, heathens and wizards and serpents of sin. All your dastardly doings are past. What a holy...
endeavor is now to begin, and virtue shall triumph at last. I am I, Don Quixote, the Lord of La Mancha, my destiny calls and I go. Fortune will carry me onward, oh, we are so well.